here's the thing. I, one day, a couple years ago, I think at this point, I was scrolling through LinkedIn, which is like, if if Twitter is Facebook, but better, you know? Yeah. Just in terms of, like, the good stuff that you can find there, then yeah. Facebook is Twitter compared to LinkedIn, you know? Yeah. LinkedIn is so fucking bad. It's dry. It's boring. It's drab. But one day a couple of years ago, I had this moment that I can really, like, truly only compare to, and I know that this has negative connotations now, but I'm using it in the most literal, like, sense of this. I can only compare it to The Matrix when Neo takes the pill and then wakes up in the <laughs> real world. Like, yeah. it, it was the most, like, eye-opening moment. I was scrolling through LinkedIn. I was literally at work a couple of years ago, scrolling through LinkedIn, and one of the posts that I saw was just a picture of boobs, <gasps> like straight up. And I was like, I just saw boobs on LinkedIn. What the fuck? And if I can see boobs on LinkedIn, then that means that there are no rules here. Yeah, no. It's only the professional network because LinkedIn says it's a professional network. Exactly. But it's just titties on there. Wow. We can do whatever we want on LinkedIn. It doesn't have to be what it is now. We could go no. there and post the same trash that we post on Twitter yeah. on LinkedIn. Oh, my God. And sometimes even more because LinkedIn has like a, it's basically medium also. So you can like write a full ass like shit post blog post if you wanted to. Yeah. I would love to just start like, because I, I feel no no attachment to my LinkedIn whatsoever. Oh, like, me neither. None. No. I endorse you for computers. Like LinkedIn is a fucking house. Right. I asked all my friends to endorse me for computers. <laughs> and like the number one thing that I have endorsement wise on LinkedIn is for computers. computers. Number two is Microsoft Office. Because what? I thought that was hilarious. There are no rules on LinkedIn. I just there I just want it no to rules. be known, like, you don't have to do the thing that LinkedIn says you have to do there. You can do whatever you want on no, LinkedIn. I've, oh, my God. I've never seen breasts on LinkedIn, but I'll be, I believe you. It changed my life. Yeah, what the fuck are we going to do? What's anyone What the gonna fuck do? are we going to do? No one's going to do anything. No one's... Th- no one's... God abandoned this place. Yeah. No one's here. Hi, my name is Brendan Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrew Caperti. Welcome to No Script at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House. It's a reality television program that you can go watch on Netflix, along with other various wonderful television programs like uh, BoJack Horseman Season 5, which just came out. Very uh, sad. I wasn't able to finish it, but true. Yeah, I, I haven't even started it because I, I know I'm going to need some time. Very <laughs> for depressing. That. I can't. Emotionally. I can't do uh, American Vandal season two, which I just watched all of and is wonderful and I highly recommend it. Just got that recommended to me. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, some other low caliber shows, like all the episodes of Forensic Files, if you want to be like that. I thought you were going to say Friends. I like, no! I like Friends Files. <laughs> <laughs> friends files is like friends but with like a lot of murder in yeah, it yeah forensic friends forensic friends ah new sitcom idea tm tm anyway terrace house wait no 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 no! i need i need to drill down on this that's such a fucking good idea think about that think forensic about friends if you went to like abc or fox or like nbc and you pitched like hi i want to do friends but th- they're all part of like csi oh so they all like come home from their like horrific like we just saw some like really <laughs> terrible shit jobs and then like try and unwind with each other and they all but- bond over the horrible shit that they saw during their day jobs. That's like a fucking like HBO like pitch script. Yeah. Like that shit wouldn't be able to be on the CW. I want or that. Or would it? Riverdale's on there. I don't fucking know what the CW is doing anymore. R- Riverdale's there. Oh, the Riverdale spinoff is going to be on Netflix. The Sabrina the reboot. <gasps> I'm very excited for that actually. Yep. I love Riverdale, but I also hate myself. So like I don't know if you want to base your opinion on the show on mine. <laughs> I watched season one and enjoyed it thoroughly. It is I did too. It was the best worst up. show. Yeah. I know. It's very bad. Riverdale's also on Netflix. Anyway. That's true. Seasons one and two. I haven't watched two yet. Yes. Um anyway, today on our, our Netflix recap uh podcast, <laughs> we're gonna talk about Terrace House, which is a Japanese reality television show you wow uh, you know you don't have to have watched it um we're just no. gonna go over everything that happened in one of the episodes we just picked an episode at random we just closed our eyes through a dart at a board um yeah and it's uh, fine so so today we're gonna be talking about uh part three episode five 
it, it's episode 21 technically total of opening new doors which is the uh third netflix season and it's called tune up for what tune up for what da, <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> um yeah should we just i guess we should just do it um let's do it there's so much happens this episode yeah that's the thing like this so we, we were actually just talking about it before we started recording this should have been two episodes it should have been two episodes everything happens so much i i haven't hit five pages of notes for an episode of this show in a long time yeah there's just a lot to cover so i guess let's just do it so we can like yeah let's do it because this is gonna be free ourselves from this terrace house purgatory that we found ourselves in um this episode was very horny let's go oh yeah it was so before we start (laughs) i was just really excited to see uh trindle's reaction to finding out everything oh she's back i'm kind of bummed that that she knows about it beforehand i was kind of hoping that they would be like trindle we have to tell you something i know what if dude what if it just kept it secret from her? <laughs> when we see the panel, uh, she ha- she mentions that she has caught up already and is just very happy. She's stoked about it. She's just grinning. It's very nice. Um, another good moment in this panel, Tokui forgot that the entire playroom scene happened in the last episode until he remembered their soba-making stick goofs. Oh, my God. Absolutely ridiculous. That's his trigger word. Yeah, is so- soba-making stick. And Yama is holding out hope that Mayu is going to start some drama soon. God, um, Yama just lives for shit. I he, love it. He does. He hasn't had any in, in a while, so no. I, I can see he he's kind of hit a drought, you know, over in his corner of the recording studio. But anyway, that that's all the panel stuff before we get into the show. Uh, and in the show itself, we open with Xian and Mayu. They're playing some cards uh, at the playing kitchen speed. table. They're playing speed. Yeah. Um, and Sena walks in. She was in Korea uh, for work, and she came back. Yeah, yeah, quote-unquote work. Quote-unquote for work. Um, and she comes back, and she has some big glasses on, which Xian makes note of immediately. Uh, and the first thing she does when she walks in is she goes and pours herself some wine and sits mm-hmm. down in what is not her seat. She has a very specific seat. She does not sit in the seat, um, which I only mention because we get a hard cut Subasa comes home and Sena is in her seat and Shion has moved which i just love that like this is just off she camera. was just like slowly <laughs> off, off camera she was like hey man you got to fucking move out of my seat hey man come on you got to this <laughs> i've i've planned this yeah i only get one thing in life and it's this chair and it's this chair please <laughs> but anyway uh so they sit down everybody's sitting there uh, Subasa got herself orange juice obviously they're they're all sitting mm-hmm. there and Shion give Subasa a look Ugh. like a like a wide eye like drop the face kind of look you know like, like a, a ooh. Ooh. yeah ooh. and everybody's like hey what's with the look and then he's like nothing it's nothing it's nothing and then he does the look again again like fuck bigger you. more pronounced yeah um and Santa's like is this like the let's go to the playroom look is that what's happening here uh, and he's like, no, 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 it's not that. And then she just goes straight up, quote, how far have you guys gone? Sure. Cool. Welcome back to the country, Sena. <laughs> yeah. I also missed you. To my surprise, I didn't know where this was going to go. To my surprise, Xian was just like, I don't mind telling you. Uh, mm, and then we cut to Subasa, who I was like, Subasa, voice of reason, going to just bring this back down to earth. She's like, yeah, I don't mind either. Subasa was peer pressured into it, my opinion. Oh, you think so? I think so. I think she was like, well, if I say no, no, we're going to know anyway. So let's just fucking do this. Mm. So Shion's like, I don't mind. Subasa says that she doesn't mind. Somewhere in the distance, Subasa's dad is like, hi, I'm watching this and I mind. Sasa. <laughs> Probably. We hear a scream from Sasa. Yeah. And he's like, no. Yeah. Yamero. <laughs> <laughs> we, we see Subasa's dad later. And all I could think that like the second he showed up on screen, I was just like, you're showing up in the same episode. <laughs> where... I felt so guilty. Yeah. I was like, we know something you don't. <laughs> you will eventually. And I feel so bad. Yeah. Oh, man. He's going to be like, I was in the episode where they talked about it. <laughs> I hate it. Anyway, so Shion is like, so you're wondering if we did... Uh, wh- wh- what does he say? If we did the deed, the if we did cu- the couple's dance. The couple's dance. Which, first of all, gross. That's something that someone who's never had sex calls it. Yeah, that sounds like, I. yeah, either someone who's never had sex before or Tokui, I feel like, would or also <laughs> say that. <laughs> or your gross uncle, exactly. Right, yeah. Um, so he's like, yes, we did it. 
he he answers it on uh, with a stipulation that he can ask Sena a question, but before he can ask her, uh, Mayu and Sena clap for them for having done the couple's dance. So there's an applause, there's a round of applause that happens. Anyway, so after that, uh, Sean is like, okay, my question for you, did you get injections in your nose? And she's like, no, my face is just swollen. Uh, but I have had a bunch of work done. Cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah. She's, she's like, you can't, you know, you, you got to fight aging as best you possibly can. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Good point. I get it. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was actually, um, I've been watching Boys and Girls Next Door. Mm, yeah. There's a character there who actually, who is my mutual on Twitter and I'm very proud of. Whoa. Called um, Momo, Cham Momo. Mm. She's like an, a member of an idol group now. Yeah. But she's one of the first, the six original cast members. And she like openly talks about getting like, f- like plastic surgery all the time. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, this reminds me of Cham Momo, but like it's Sena. Yeah. And they lived in the same house at one point. Oh, yeah. They talk about it a lot in this episode um, in ways that I personally don't approve of or feel very good about. I think they, they throw a lot of shade, I think. Yeah. In their discussions about getting this kind of work done. Yeah, but it's also, like, I think it's becoming a lot... First of all, her going to Korea and then, like, coming back with a swollen face, like, Xi'an was probably like, oh, everyone in Korea gets plastic surgery. Right, yeah. Because that's the cheapest place that you can go to in the eastern part of the... of the To get it done. Well, depending yeah. on, the, on, the, on the surgery. Uh, the cheapest place in our side is Brazil. Mm. Go help my tourism. Um, <laughs> go get some boobs done. They're real, real cheap. Yeah. Well, so that was probably like him just being like, "Oh, if A equals B, then C." Mm-hmm. It's become a bit more common. I think the panel is just old. I agree. I mean, the guys in the house also have a bunch of conversations about it that are like, again, a lot of shade being thrown. But <laughs> yeah, I think it's just them being shitty, though. Yeah, it's whatever, man. It's like, come on, 2018. You know, 2018. I w- just completely off topic, I guess. Uh, this one time I was driving down the highway uh, with someone and there was a plastic surgery place on on the highway by my house. And yeah. they have like this big neon sign out front. It's like one of those like LED signs where they just have ads and it's like, we'll, f- I, don't, I don't know, we'll make your cheeks small or whatever. Sure. People get done. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but then one of the things was like add us on Snapchat and it had a snap thing. And... We were both, like, people working in social media at the time, so I was like, what kind of Snapchat <gasps> stuff... What kind of Snapchats will they be posting? ...is a plastic surgery company doing? Like, I gotta know what, like, what is their content strategy? Uh, and we added them on Snapchat, and we started watching their story, and it was straight up just surgery! It was yeah, okay, yes. close-ups yes. of horrific yeah. shit. Yeah, so that's a thing. Apparently... I think I watched, it might have been an episode of Explain, but I watched something on YouTube mm. about, like, the power of plastic surgery places in social media and how, like, they basically get clients from social media instead of, like, getting recommendations. Quick note, I've had Botox done for migraines. Not for, because I don't know if you know this, but Botox is a migraine treatment. I didn't know that. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, apparently, like, if you put, like, Botox, I've had them done, like, here, and mm. it just makes my eyes look real puffy. It just doesn't look good. Mm. but like it helps like relieve the pressure on like a uh one of the nerves that you have around here which is like what causes a lot of my sinus migraines oh wow yeah anyway terrace house terrace house you should get if you have if you ever if you have migraines consider botox maybe okay That's i don't it. have migraines luckily thank god thank god yeah, thank, <laughs> it yeah. Sucks. what happens next oh subasa goes out uh with with her teammates yeah goes with drink the with the fairies yeah uh and obviously they're just like hey so are you gonna go join the infinites team like are you are you going to hokai though um and she's basically just like look probably not and if an a-rank team showed up like i don't think i would say yes because it's trying to shoot for getting uh asked to be on the national team is like really a lot of work and like i'm not sure that i want to continue doing that for you know as long as i have like i've been doing it for so long she's like i I think i'm done aiming for the top Uh, and she says i just want to enjoy playing hockey which i get in the, the back of my head, it reminds me of, like, her dad being like, well, did you have fun? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, everyone wants to be number one, but, like, I guess at the, yeah, there's a certain point where you're like, I don't really care about being number one anymore. I just want to have fun. If you don't like it, yeah. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now that she has a super hot boyfriend. <laughs> right. 
It's a mix of like it's a mix of what her dad said, like, oh, did you have fun? And also like a fuck you to the to the Oh my god, Infinite yeah, that guy, guy sucked. Um from the last the episode. The guy was like negging her. Yeah, fuck yeah. that guy. So it's kind of interesting. Her her friends on the ferries are like, hey, you should really consider this. Like, don't you want to challenge yourself and whatever? And she's like, eh, no, I, I, maybe not really. Yeah, not really. Like, I'll challenge <laughs> myself I mean, with the fairies, you know? If it weren't for the fact that she's already tried and like done so much. Yeah. It would be like, it would feel like she was giving up. Yeah. But because she's been doing this for so long. I agree. Yeah. It's like you're, you're, I think at this point you've, you've proven yourself to anyone who cares right and the person that you need to prove yourself the most to is yourself and it seems like you've done that already so yeah i think so too yeah yeah so i mean she's basically just like so i'm probably gonna stick with the fairies and that means that uh that cool good player is gonna come back uh who's also named mayu by the way which is interesting oh yeah yeah um and uh she's she just kind of like changes the subject and she goes hey this has nothing to do with hockey <laughs> And everyone's like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, but I have a boyfriend now. And they're obviously all very excited. They all knew that it was Xi'an. They were like, of course, oh, yeah. you know. I, I think she she even says, like, yeah, it's it's one of the guys I live with. It's it's Xi'an. He's the model. And they're like, yeah, of course it is. Like, which, Yeah, of course. Duh. You think we're surprised You're not going to date Taka. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's like, yeah, I, at the moment, we're just trying to spend as much time together as possible. And she says, quote, I'm even considering moving to Tokyo instead of living in Karizawa, which is how much I want to be with him. Um, it's really sweet yeah which is interesting i mean i don't i don't see that happening because like i feel like she has such a deep connection with the fairies you know yeah especially to come through this like maybe i'm gonna leave maybe i'm not kind of situation and come out the other end of that saying i'm gonna stay here is like i don't know that that the fairies blood runs deep you know yeah i can see i can see her staying with the fairies but like maybe not wanting to be in like a leadership position anymore Mm, maybe because like yeah. with her with her not one not like wanting to exert herself so much as up past the point of like i just want to have fun and i just want to enjoy the time that like my body is like able to do all this stuff yeah i can see her like not wanting to be captain yeah and, like giving captain to maybe this new girl that's coming in or something right yeah like give you it know? to someone you know so they can kind of have the spotlight for a little bit and yeah yeah it's interesting yeah I can see that happening. So after that, we have the intro, and on the other side of the intro, uh, we see Shohei, and he, he's cooking. He's cooking something. Hey. It looks like he's putting some some box, some bento boxes together. <laughs> some boxes he's together. He's putting some boxes together. <laughs> uh, he, he's boxing. It looks like he's an actual cook. He, I didn't see him sniffing any onions or anything. But Yeah, he's like really making stuff. Yeah, it looks delicious. <laughs> it's funny that you bring up Yudai, because they go to the Yudai's restaurant later. I know, yeah. They don't mention it, but like, I was like, oh shit, that's the restaurant he worked at. Apparently, apparently he's still works there oh really that's what that's what i saw like a month or so ago was like he still works there after terrace house wow so I'm like he lives he didn't go in back tokyo. To tokyo yeah he lives oh he tokyo did go back to tokyo there, but he still works there wow how far is that train ride like a bullet train is like maybe like an hour oh that's closer than my commute okay yeah well it's not by mileage but yeah by time yeah no i still yeah yeah that's kind of amazing anyway it's, exp- it's really expensive but yeah oh yeah so he, he's making food uh santa shows up it i guess they're going strawberry picking we were talking last week like when is this going to happen the strawberry picking date it's now it's now it's today it's, it's happening now. she uh is wearing this like really great outfit that's like all strawberry colored red it's just it's just a very good look anyway uh she says well in the car on the way there she's like i've never been strawberry picking before i have no idea what to expect my insight is through the roof right now like i think she's just very excited to be asked out on another date and is like going and doing stuff and they go and they they pick some strawberries um there's not too much to say during the actual strawberry picking part except for that he feeds her one and he also goes and bites one directly off of the plant yeah which is hilarious it's wild it's very awkward and weird but uh but you know what i'm kind of used to it yeah from him at this point yeah at this point it's like all right yeah so anyway they get to the parking lot they're about to get in the car and right before they do shohei is like hey are you still hungry and she's like i don't know he's like well could you eat because uh i made some lunch and she's like what are you talking about and he's like yeah i made some bento boxes and she is so hyped about this and they, they go to this like cool park uh and it has like I don't know what it said in the background, but it has um, 
some writing like in the in the plants in the background of the park. Yeah, it's- I didn't. I didn't notice that. Oh, it's good cool. observation. Oh, <laughs> I'll check it out once I'm watching the episode again. Yeah, it's pretty big. Um, you'll see. Okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be pretty hard to miss oops anyway so they're, they're sitting at this park and they're eating uh and and santa mentions uh quote this might be the first time a guy has cooked lunch for me which Aww. uh yeah that was i was kind of surprised yeah she should have met taishi yeah i think it was last episode you you mentioned that shohei is like taishi light yeah. in the way he preps for dates yeah i kind of feel yeah that. yeah 100 this like he he's putting his 110 percent yeah oh taishi yeah. is someone from aloha state in case oh uh, yeah you haven't watched a, aloha state just look up guilty samurai yeah google, google guilty samurai be... and you'll find taishi <laughs> you'll yeah. see anyway so santa runs down all the things they did she was like oh we went strawberry picking uh we yeah. had this like beautiful scenic drive and yeah. we came to this nice park and and you made me lunch and she calls the date quote perfect oh and then shohei's like oh i'm glad you think that how about next time we go out for drinks and like maybe dinner before that and she agrees i don't know that was kind of nice but at the same time by the end of that date i was like actually i don't think this is gonna work out (laughs) i know i've been pushing for that for the saina shohei thing i i just don't see it anymore after this date for some reason there was like no spark there i mean it just seemed like they were having really a really fun time i just didn't really see any romantic sparks from Sena again this could have just been how they edited the episode yeah it seemed like they were just like going through the motions of being on a date yes they were just doing the thing but that was kind of as much effort as either of them put in exactly you know when i noticed it when it's when um when shohei's like are you hungry she's like why (laughs) he's like could you eat and she's like yeah why yeah like that's like not very not a very natural Mm -hmm. way to do it yeah after this date, we see Shohei and Taka, and they're in the boys' room. Um, oh, yeah, this is this is this scene. Oh, this part sucks. Yeah, so Shohei's like, Saina is physically beautiful, of course, but she's not my type, but the person she is on the inside is my favorite type of woman. Shut the fuck up. Hey, 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 man. Shut the fuck up. And then he goes, but with Mayu, dot, 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 her boobs. And then Taka goes, her boobs. Her boobs. And then Shohei tries to make this like profound point, like he thinks he's making a profound point when he's like, I know that I like Sena because Sena doesn't have large breasts and Mayu does, but I still like Sena more. No one's gonna give you a fucking medal for liking the girl, yeah. the flat chested girl, my dude. He's like really he thinks that he has this like yeah, he has the high ground here or something like he really is you going for it. my guy taka oh my is God. laughing his ass off during this whole thing because he i think he can i mean he is also leaning into this you know in in a, in a negative way but also understands the ridiculousness of it uh shohei is like completely disconnected from the things that he's saying he has no idea how like no ridiculous it is shohei has ascended to like titty heaven and like thought that like <laughs> yeah he's giving He's he's like presenting these two slabs or like two spheres of like breasts. Yeah. To Taka as if it was like something like godly and like s- such great wisdom. Yeah. But not. He's just saying like opaishka me and I, which means like when I look at her, I only see her breasts. Mm. But the way that I guess that conjecture works. Yeah. Is that you see her breasts, but it's not enough. So like you say shka shkanai means like. You have something, but it's not enough for what you need. Yeah. So it's like, all right, so you only see her breasts. You don't really see her as a person. That's cool. Nice. Good job. You also <laughs> ate a, a strawberry off a plant. You're gross. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah. Incredibly bad. <sighs> yeah. I'm sure his intentions were fine and the date went fine. Yeah. I, at the end but, of like, there's, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Like Sana, the what all, all Sana saw was fine. I'm sure she had a fun time. Was her, It was her first date? It was her first date. Second, right? Yeah, they went and made soba. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I couldn't forget about the soba stick. Yeah. Um, yeah, they went and did soba. But yep. it's, it's, he's gross. Yep. And I hope that when Sana watches this episode, she realizes he's gross too. I don't know how many episodes he won in a row, but mm. sorry, dude. I don't think he's going to win this one. I don't um, know. Let's, let's keep going. Yeah, I mean, on the flip side, uh, we go into the girls' room. And, uh, you know, they're, they're talking about the date. Subasa also surprised that Shohei cooked. Um, and Sena describes Shohei as uh, a herbivore 
a yeah. ball of sweetness and then says, I wish he was sexier. Not physically, but in terms of like his suaveness and his just general Understandable. Demeanor. Thinking that like a musician, he's not like the stereotypical musician when you think about musician, I guess. He's not even in real life the person that he is on stage. No, he's really not. You know what I mean? Like on stage, he has this aura about him that it, that is, I think, what she was drawn to in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. But he is definitely not that person off stage. Is there is this a saying in in English too? Herbivore men? No, I I've never heard it before. So uh, it's a saying now uh, now in like the Japan that doesn't have any children. Yeah. <laughs> People aren't getting married and having kids. Right. Very like the saying said for like for herbivore, herbivore men and herbivore women, which are people who aren't interested in having sex with other people mm. or people who aren't interested in like just having a relationship with other people. Yeah. But not because of like most mostly because of like so society's standards pressed on them mm. instead of like a not like a orientation like an, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So whenever someone says like, oh, he's an herbivore man, it's like, oh, you, he doesn't really, he wants me to make the first move and I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's kind of what it means. Interesting. Japanese slang. Yeah. Well, that's how she describes Shohei. She kind of pegs Shohei. Uh, in, <laughs> yeah, in 100%. Moment. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I've known like seven Shoheis in art school. Yeah, man. Filled with them, right? Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, the next day we see Shohei, Mayu, and Taka in the kitchen. Uh, the scene opens up with uh just straight up mayu is like hey Taka, are you free the next day or are you free tomorrow uh and he's like yeah i have a haircut in the afternoon and that's all i have to do uh and she's like that's perfect you want to go get dinner after that and she has this big smile on her face and she's like very excited about it you know just like classic kind of like bubbly vibe from mayu um and she's like what about that ramen place that you keep talking about and Taka's like it's too far my god this dude <laughs> <laughs> oh he's like i don't want to go there it's too far so he's like i'll think of something else okay yeah at, at least he's at least he'll think of something else but also like oh my god this date is the worst thing ever. yeah <laughs> and then shohei i think trying to like i don't know liven the 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 mood of the room is like oh i'm so jealous i'm gonna make my own instant ramen back like here on ramen yeah. yeah and they all joke they're like oh shohei you love ramen so much and then the whole audience laughs um in claps you know uh and then after that uh Sean returns from somewhere don't know where he was but he he comes back uh and he says i brought souvenirs i'm so thoughtful <laughs> i forget what he brought was it tea i think it was brought- um it was takahashi which are like little like mochi in the shape of a triangle i think oh, he brought yeah, it yeah. to kyoto cuz it's like a it's like a kyoto thing mm, yeah yeah um cool anyway uh so mayu leaves uh, right after this, which kind of allows the three guys to talk about it. Uh, and Taka talks about how he really does not like gel with what the fuck Mayu's personality, which I was like really surprised. What by. the fuck? Um, and like right as he says that, she comes back in. <laughs> what the fuck? And then she's like, "I want to go to Kyukarizawa, which, if we all remember, is uh, like the outlet, the outlet? mall. Yes, yeah, like, outlet mall. Um, that they went to a lot in part one. Interestingly." Um, they visited constantly, and he's like, probably because uh, he didn't know anything else to do yeah, around there. Yeah, true. Um, and he's like, oh, if we're gonna go there tomorrow, then we should just eat while we're there. Um, which is, first of all, like not a bad suggestion, but also the way he says it. And I don't. It's weird to me because I I don't speak Japanese. Like I'm just reading the subtitles. You don't have to. You can tell like <laughs> yeah. there's a hostility in the way he says all of this stuff whenever he's talking to her. It's really strange. You know what the like fuck it's happened? such a yeah, it's such a like complete 180 from last episode. Oh, she's too she's too manic pixie for him apparently. I guess. What the fuck? So, she agrees to that. Can feel uh, you can tell that she can feel the hostility and then bounces again and then I don't know, Taka just keeps talking about the whole vibe thing. He's kind of being an idiot and the three of them also just like have this conversation oh, about yeah. all the work that Saina I forgot it, about this, yeah. is getting done. Um, and they're like, I don't know why a model would want to get plastic. Ooh. Like, yeah, come on. Like, it's it's a it's her fucking job. First of all, fuck off. Yeah, Second like of all, whatever. Ooh, I like I like women who don't doesn't wear makeup, and I like girls who are natural. Meanwhile, like yeah. every single person that you're interested in, like wears makeup. Fuck yeah. off. it's a no makeup makeup look, my dude. Yeah. Anyway, Nahoko put on rouge so Jiro wouldn't think that she was dying. Uh, she did. Yeah. God, you're gonna make me, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> uh, 
so a- after that very weird scene, uh, we we go to the panel. Uh, <laughs> Tokui's obviously just hyped that Shion and they fucked and Suma, yeah, <laughs> that they that they did the couple's dance as it were. Ugh. And uh, also, Yama says a thing that I, I actually wanted to ask you about. He he brings it up as if he's saying something really terrible, but I think it's like actually maybe worth talking about. He he says that Subasa might be losing focus because of the relationship that she's in. I am like actually kind of fifty fifty on it because like me too. The reason I bring this up, I don't think we've ever seen somebody come into the house with a goal and then say, "Actually, that's not what I wanted before." And like that's. I actually kind of regret framing this in the way via her relationship with Xi'an because it's not really about him or them. Mm-hmm. But it, it is interesting how quickly it went from I want to get picked up by the national team to like, actually, I kind of just want to hang out here and like enjoy playing hockey. And I wonder, like, is that just, you know, an, an echo out from losing tragically during finals? And like, you know, in a couple months, she's going to like rally and and get back on the horse or i don't know what do you what do you think i think i think i mean i I hadn't thought about it until yama said it and then i started thinking about it and it made me angry because it not angry not even disappointed really yeah mostly because it is very much like this stereotypical trajectory of japanese women when they have when they go into serious relationship Mm. but i've seen with my own friends yeah like i've had friends like my old classmates who like went to school, became like air stewardesses and like went to work at office jobs and then they got married and they stopped working. Mm. Or like then they started dating someone, they got pregnant, got married and then they stopped working. Yeah. And so I think it's very much like a, a, a imposed social hierarchy mm. that is still very present in Japan, not as much as it is here in, this, in like the Western world, I guess. Yeah. And so him saying that, made me realize that like oh shit maybe she is falling into this yeah and i wouldn't blame her because like it must really suck to like keep working towards a goal and not being able to achieve it and then having someone who will support you no matter what Mm. like kind of gives you the comfort to like say like what if what if this isn't like the goal that i actually want yeah and so like i don't want to blame her because i don't know her i don't know her life yeah maybe maybe she just really needs a break yeah that's that's kind of the the inkling that i'm getting and like I think if this person is going to come back and join the team and she is actually better than Subasa, who is like clearly the best person on the team, oh, like, fuck yeah. I think that working really hard alongside someone else who is also working really hard. Yeah, I've watched anime seasons like that. Fuck yeah. I've seen Yuri on Ice. Like, we, we all yeah. know. <laughs> I watched Haikyuu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe eventually. Maybe. I don't know. It, it, it made me think a lot of things that I kind of have absolutely no place to think of because I don't know this person. Yeah, I, I honestly regret even giving that thought the time of day. No, but I mean, I, I did too. It's just because I've seen it happen with my friends before that mm. I'm kind of like, it, I, want, I, it, I don't want to stereotype and be like, she might be doing this as well. Yeah. But it is kind of like a socially imposed thing that does happen a lot. In right, if it's the Japan. social norm there, like... yeah. Uh, do you want to take a break and then come back and talk about the second half? Let's take a break. I don't know if you saw people have been passing around the RSS feed to our boys and girls in the city thing. No, like it's I like, didn't. That's awesome. Like it's something like a lost secret thing. Oh, wait, no. I saw, yeah, I saw someone posted about it on the Facebook group and I was like, oh, yeah. the lost episodes, the lost yeah. tapes. Deep no script at all lore <laughs> is that we did 14 episodes of Boys and Girls in the City podcast. Um, and, then, and then we just stopped because it was way too much to do two podcasts at the same time. Hi, welcome yep. back. Hi. Uh, so Andrea and I literally took a 48 hour break. <laughs> It's two days later than we started recording. That's okay. We needed a break. It's a really long episode. Yeah. It is a long so episode. Much happens. I've yeah, already edited even... all of the stuff that you just heard. Yeah, which is wow. Weird. I mean, it's efficient, if anything. Yeah, that's true. It's a long episode, too. Like, I can tell, I can already tell it's a long episode of this podcast having yeah. edited the first half of it. Because there's so much. A lot of happens. And we said it before, but it should have been like a two episode like split. Yeah. We haven't even gotten to the big shit yet, really. No, I didn't think everything else is going to happen would happen this episode. Me either. Yeah. But also, thank you for letting me take a break because the next thing that happens is one of the worst things that's ever happened to me in my life. Uh, yeah. This, this episode was like lots of highs and then lots of lows. Yeah. But you know what? 
five stars. I'm not sure yet. We'll see. Let's let's do this. Let's keep talking about let's it. Let's do it. Uh, oh so we come back uh, to the show, and guess what? Taka and Mayu are out getting dinner. They're on their date now. It's amazing. Uh, so they are in Kyukarizawa, which is you know the outlet mall and whatever. So they decide mm-hmm. to go eat at a place near there, and they end up at the place where Yudai worked. Wait, is that so? That's the restaurant where he went and dropped off his resume about his picture. Yes. Oh, I didn't. I couldn't tell that that was same the place. place. Yeah. Apparently, he still worked there for a little bit after he left. Yeah. I don't know if he still works there. Probably not. He seems um, like a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. If, lots of offense from me. It's personally. okay. Sorry. Yeah. So they sit down. They they uh begin begin date begin. Oh God. Uh, and Mayu's first line is quote, "Do you dislike me?" Taka. Mm, starting off great. Yeah, pretty rough. Uh, and he's like, of course not. Of course I like you. And she's like, look, I just feel bad being so assertive if you just don't like me at all. Like, I, I am... She's basically like, look, I'm putting the moves on you, my dude, and you seem to be just fucking Stonewall Jackson over there. Like, <laughs> not... Yeah, you don't seem to be reciprocating, which yeah. I'm... Yeah, not, o- not only are you not reciprocating, you're not even accepting it, you know? Like, no. <laughs> Yeah, you're like you're like those memes where people sort of like dance and like block away the words like responsibilities, stress, yeah, yeah exactly. depression. <laughs> but it's like him with like anything that Mayu does, right? Exactly. Uh, and he is essentially like, "Hey, here's the deal. I just uh, have never met anyone like you before, and I don't know how to talk to you." Oh. Which maybe, maybe not the best, maybe not the most suave mood, friend. Not suave at all yeah anti-suave if anything rough yeah he's like uh, he says i've never met anyone that's your type before and she's like what do you mean by my type type. and she says you don't have to be polite like i just want you to be honest with me which which is what everyone says but it's a lie yeah that's true and he is like he basically does this like interpretive dance to describe what she's like but it's essentially like i mean we've used a lot of words to describe mayu since she joined the show uh enigmatic is one bubbly is one like just you know classic shit yeah Yeah. and uh he does say something that's very interesting he says uh that when she walks she leaves behind a path of flowers which i actually thought was kind of sweet that's really sweet even though i think he was trying to be insulting (laughs) but it's like not yeah it's actually very nice yeah it's really nice like i don't know what's up uh it's really bizarre so uh she's like look if you don't hate me then the two of us should hang out more than we do and he nods in agreement does not say yes verbally not but say nods. does not say i do not hate you right yeah that's true um and she's like yeah i really want to go snowboarding uh, i know that the season's almost over though and he's like yeah there's a place we can go but it's really far away oh my god everything's far away yeah um and Mayu does this thing where she puts both her hands up and she kind of like mimes that like she's wiping the tears away from her eyes. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, oh, that thing that I just did is exactly what you're talking about when you're trying to describe my personality. Um, and he's like, yep, that is exactly the vibe. Oh, my God. And then he kind of, I don't know, like, how or why this happens, but he's like, hey, have you ever lived with other people before? And she's like, no. No, I haven't. Um, she also offers up this interesting bit of information. She says, also, quote, I've never been able to keep a close group of friends before. Mm. Which is like kind of a bummer. I'm sorry to hear that, Mayu. Yeah, it's really sad. But also, like, I think he uses it as like an excuse of like, oh, yeah, so she's 100% in the wrong here. Yeah. And then he just like starts grilling her about her manners and is like, you know, whenever we eat dinner, you only wash your own plate and then leave. Which is why you're so, what? I mean, yeah. That's I, better than a lot of my roommates. I was just about to say. <laughs> That's much better than a lot of my old I, fucking roommates. I've lived with enough varying kinds of roommates that, like, there are way worse things than the person cleans up after themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, the best. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't offer to clean everyone else's plate, but, yeah. like, you don't have to. At least <laughs> you don't have to worry about her plate. Yeah, exactly. Um... I mean, he does follow up by saying, like, you do leave stuff out often. Oh, well, I mean. But he, he basically is like, you know, between those two things, there are all these little details that stack up to make, like, a bigger problem when you live with other people. 
And that is how the date ends. It just ends that. with him grilling her about her I hate it. manners and living with other people. It's the worst. It's the worst thing that's ever happened. It's, this dude, like, yeah. talks about how he only sees her tits. And then he, like, insults her. What the fuck? I thought they were doing fine. I thought we were hanging out. She invited him to go play in the snow. And then, like, there was that one scene of him just, like, throwing a bunch of snow at her yeah. that I thought was a cute thing. Looking back on it, it might have been an attack. It was rage. It was rage. It was <laughs> exactly. Blind anger. He hulked out. Yeah, he hulked out and just threw like a whole shovel full of snow at her because <laughs> he hated her so much. Yeah. I thought it was cute. I thought so Damn. too. Can I like real talk? The thing about this episode that I realized while editing the first half of it is that I think the past couple episodes have been leading up to this like great thing where Subasa and Xi'an got together and it was like, oh my God, love is in the air. Now all of these people are pairing <laughs> up together and they're all going to be in relationships. And like Sena and Sh- and Shohei went out on that date and it just seemed like they were going through the motions. It was like really fucking sad and like really did not weird. feel genuine really. No. Taka and Mayu, who I was pulling for personally, go out on this date and it turns out he hates her. Can't stand <laughs> the her. Fuck? I know. And now this next thing that happens, it's like ev- literally everything falls apart this episode. It's like sand falling, you know, between my, my fingers. my fucking fingers, <laughs> it's yeah. so rough. Um, so I guess let's keep going. Xian and Tsubasa, they're in the kitchen. Um, and Tsubasa is like, hey, I think I made a decision. I think I want to stay in Karuizawa, like officially. Uh, okay. Well, we, you- we already kind of knew, but yeah. Yeah. Um, she tells Xian. And she's like, the most important thing to me at this point in my life is just enjoying playing hockey and this other person, Mayu, also Mayu, uh, coming back to play with the team is just going to make that even easier. It's going to make having fun playing hockey like a joyous thing again. Um, And then she says, quote, now that I know what direction I'm taking, it may be time for me to move out. No. And then Xian goes, when will you tell them? And then she goes, probably today. So, like... This ramps up so fast. Yeah. I I was just, like, reeling from the fact that, like, I just saw, like, witness the murder. Yeah. On television. Yeah. And then, like, while I'm on the floor, they just, like, curb stomped me. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it's like, bad. Shion and Tsubasa leaving. And yeah. Like, oh, no. It, like, look, we knew that they were having the discussion, but this goes from zero to 60, like, super fast. So oh, this, yeah. this is, like... I think it's time for me to move out. When will you tell them? Probably today. Hard cut to everyone sitting them in the kitchen. Telling them. Yeah. That's why this episode happens so much. Yeah. Everything happens so quickly, but I have like whiplash. It's amazing that this part wasn't drawn out. Like this, oh, yeah. this piece of the of, of the storyline for the episode wasn't drawn out into its own entire it's own episode. episode. Yeah. I guess maybe I just didn't have that much stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I have no que- no answers. So, to continue, everyone is gathered around, right? And uh, except for Sana, she's she's in Tokyo she's doing working, a shoot, yeah. or yeah, she's working on something. Um, and they're just like, "Hey, we're gonna leave," and they're they're just like pretty straight up about it. Like generally, there's like this like flowery moment where someone you know talks about, uh, you know, we're, I'm gonna leave the house or whatever, and these are my reasons and yada yada. And and these two are just like, "Look, we're out. Look, I'm bounce. I'm gonna bounce." Yeah, it's it's very it's very adult, frankly. Um. And I was really surprised. I was like, wow, everybody's taking this super well. And then <laughs> the levy sure does break. Uh, Shohei and Taka start crying. God. Which Thanks. causes Xian to start crying and oh. causes Suvasa to start laughing at all of them crying. <laughs> That's me. That's me. I'm Suvasa <laughs> laughing at this. Yeah. Oh, the Kraizawa boys. Yeah, it the best is uh is Shohei. I mean like Shohei's face looks like a raisin. Yeah. Poor man. I'd seen the gifts already. I didn't know what <laughs> what they were attached to. I didn't know what happened in the scene, but I no, saw the I've gifts seen of that Shohei picture before, already. yeah. Yeah. Um that, that had already traveled around. But I do like that this like gif of Shohei crying super hardcore is actually attached to Tsubasa and Xian leaving. That yeah, because me... it makes it makes sense. It makes me a lot happier than like what what else would be like. Oh, I'm leaving or something. Yeah, it, it warms uh, the old heart a little bit. But anyway, the... Shohei through tears mentions like, look, we're crying because we're upset at this. Like this is really sad. But he's like, these are also simultaneously tears of joy because, you know, things are going so well for the two of you. And like, you know, you guys got together. You're both pursuing your goals separately. Like everything is going so well. 
I forget who it is. It, it's either it's either Shohei or Taka that says, "quote It's gonna be lonely," which was I think like it's Taka. Yeah, Taka's like it's gonna be so lonely, and I'm like, "Oh." That's the one that hit me. That was the moment yeah. where I was like, "Oh, God, this is it's rough." So, it's so sad. Like they've been there since the beginning. At least Taka has. Yeah. Like Taka, with them leaving, Taka's the only person from like the original six. That's yeah, Taka's the the sole survivor of of the original six. Yeah. Which amazing. We haven't had a sole person stay in the entire house since like Boys and Girls Next Door. Do you think he's going to do it? Do you think he's going to stay the whole time? I don't know. We'll see. If Taka be- somehow becomes the protagonist of opening new doors, <laughs> I would be so surprised. Like, I wouldn't be against it. Don't get me wrong. I would not like. That's fine by me. I guess so. He would just need to like have more going on. I think. Yeah, he would need maybe, to get like, himself maybe out the there new a bit more. maybe the new girl that comes in will be like more of a. Yeah. Because right now he's just a really mean guy who cries and tells his girl he hates her. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not really cool with him. I'm I'm worried that I'm still right about the two of them. Oh, man. Not to double uh, back on the Taka and Mayu thing, but I'm worried that this is like, like playground, negging. like fourth grade negging shit. Yeah, you know? he's negging her, which would be so shitty. Fuck yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, man. That really rubbed me the wrong way. Anyway, the, the, Subasa and, and Xion, this is, this is their thing. They're it leaving. Is. It's really fucking sad. Um, I mean, we, we could talk more about the two of them, but I, I, as we you know get closer to them leaving. But so let's, I guess, continue. After this scene, after, after they announced everyone in the house, uh, they go to Sasa the two of them mm-hmm. uh, and they sit down with Subasa's dad um, and Xian says we have some news to report to you Subasa and I are in a relationship and he is like hell yeah that's great let me uh, go get some drinks and we'll all sit down and hang out which is actually really nice it's like a very yeah. nice way of taking that <laughs> news yeah I was like wow great thanks dad yeah yeah um, this is dope so he sits down pours them all drinks uh, he makes an incredible, he, he says, hey, I want to be your replacement when you move out of the house. Which I'm like, yes, 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 yes. S- super true. I don't know. It's just like a very like quaint, nice thing. You know, like they all get up to leave. Like he, Shion is like, yeah, I'm going to move back to Tokyo. It's going to be long distance, all this kind of stuff. Um, and they get up to leave and Subas is like, I'll see you soon though. So don't worry about it. Like it's kind of really, really cute. It, it was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm bummed that we're not going to see sasa anymore i think that was probably yeah. like exit stage left for for subasa's dad right for the I series think so yeah maybe unless like taka starts going to him for like moral support yeah unless he unless he actually gets to come in <laughs> come into the house we'll see incredible like truthfully i could see a situation in which the new people in the house start going to sasa Oh fuck yeah! No, uh, yeah, I think I think at least Taka's gonna go because Taka's been there before with Shion. That's true. He could introduce the new people to it. We've talked about this. I forget if it was in the Aloha State episodes or the Lost Boys and Girls in the City episodes. Um, but I love I love when the first original six like rotate out. Yeah, a lot. Like I love the idea of those six people like learning what it's like to be on Tara's house and then off camera teaching the new people what it's like to be on Tara's house. And then I really love when the next six people rotate out because then you have like a game of telephone where it's like you're so far removed from what Terrace, what that season of Terrace House was when it Began started at that as, point. Yeah. Yeah. It like evolves and, and like becomes a new thing. Yeah. It's and really interesting. And sometimes it's a little weird, but you know. Yeah. But that's life. That's life. That's life, baby. It's jazz. It's Terrace House. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway, I I could see people going to Sasa just as like a good place to eat in Karuzawa, you know? Yeah, and be like, yo, you see this guy? This guy's been here from the beginning. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, And I uh, honestly, I do think we're going to see Subasa again at some point this season. I think so, too. I mean, she lives there. Yeah, exactly. So. And if Taka leaves, I imagine we'll see him, too. Uh, Because he also works at a restaurant that they can go eat at. Yeah, that's true. He does work at a restaurant. Yeah. Um, So... What is after that? Oh, right. Yeah. So they get back to the house. They have a final meal. Um, I They did not really telegraph that this was like them leaving immediately. Like they announced that they were no. leaving. I didn't know it was going to be like immediately, you know, but they all have a meal for the last night for the two of them. And, uh, you know, they, they say like, oh, do you have like anything you want to say? 
during this like event and Subasa talks about how much it meant to her that every time she came home from work or from practice everybody yelled welcome back welcome back literally every time she came back and she was like look i had to juggle work and hockey and did not get to spend a lot of time in the house and i didn't get to like really hang out with people that much and now that i have this time and have had the time for like a couple i guess a couple weeks at this point weeks yeah um she's like i just really wish that i could stay and party with everyone all the time is how she Which puts is it. So pure. Yeah. She just wants to party. Yeah. And then uh, they say, "Do you have anything you want to say to Shion?" And she says, "Thank you for liking me." Uh, and he's like, "You don't have to. You don't have to say that." Um, and then they pop some champagne and they drink to Shubasa. To Shubasa. And yeah. then they leave. Yeah. Then the next morning is them is them heading out. I mean, I guess, I guess the way they were talking, I thought that it would at least take like two or three days. Yeah, but wow. I thought it was going to be next episode. I thought they were going to leave too. The next episode. I did not think it, it all happened very quickly. Yeah, I, at least Ami too. Ami's like she said she was going to leave, and then the beginning of the next episode, right? She left. Yeah, and then Mayu came in, and everyone forgot that Ami existed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mean, exactly. Yeah. Um, speaking of Mayu, Mayu is crying this time. She oh, does. She does. It hits her this time. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Taka is going to drive them to the train station. So they get in the car. They head out. Um, and uh, as soon as Subasa gets out of the car, she's like, "See you, Taka. I'll be back soon, though." <laughs> yeah, it's good. like. Uh... Um, and the two of them, Subasa and Shion, have this like nice kind of almost like straight out of a romance flick. Like, like goodbye. goodbye in the train station. Yeah. Little smooch. And that's it. Yeah. They're out. They're gone. And they're out. Yeah. I can't believe it. It sucks. I felt like I feel like I feel like they should have given it more. Like I feel like the episode should have given it a bit more like emphasis. Yeah. But I don't know. It felt kind of shoehorned in there. Yeah. I'm really surprised. Like I really am surprised. These two encapsulate like everything that people like about Tara's house. Mm-hmm. We're you nice. We did genuinely like each other. Mm-hmm. We didn't trust one of them. Mm-hmm. You know? They provided drama. They provided They did because he said that he thought of her only as like a friend. Uh-huh. They provided heartbreak. They provided Eroticism um... because they fucked. Uh-huh. Yeah, they did the <laughs> couple's dance. They kid the uh, uh they did the couple's dance. It was everything, yeah, and it was just a really, a really, it was nice to see, like, a genuine relationship, from what we know, at least, like, yeah, actually bloom in front of our eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're gone. Uh, I'm gonna miss them. Me too. But now we get to follow them on Instagram, so that's good. Exactly. That's the, that's the first thing that I did once this episode was done, was follow yeah, them the on one, Instagram. Yeah, the one saving grace. That's, that's the rule yeah. that Andrea and I have, by the way, in case we haven't mentioned that in a while. When people leave, we can follow them on Instagram. Yeah, there's, um, so I also found out, I didn't know this, that Shion's, um name is actually Sean, S-C-A-N. Yes. I feel like we mentioned that a while ago, but I thought it was like a joke, but nah, it's actually Sean. Yeah. Oh, weird. It's amazing. Yeah. I guess we should continue. There's not much Let's that happens continue. There's left not in much, the episode. Yeah. Um, That's why I was, I was surprised at. I guess the new people are probably going to come in like the first next episode. So Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm going to watch it, I think, after I'm done editing this. Yeah, but me too. Anyway, so after that, we get, we cut to the panel. Trindle's obviously just very sad. There's just a close-up of, of Trindle looking sad. Like Me too. They don't even mention that she looks sad. It's just a close-up of her looking sad, and then they yeah, cut away. It's like, know. we got everything we needed from that shot, <laughs> and then we're moving on. They're all very surprised, as I was, personally, that Taka did not go for Mayu, that like he is kind of putting his foot down in that situation. I'm like, yeah. kind of amazed about that um and honestly what i so weird what i think is really fascinating about this is that they don't talk about shion and subasa leaving at all they rush through this panel segment just so they can get to the new members i guess maybe because i don't know they want to do it quickly so that yamachan doesn't have anything bad to say (laughs) i think that is definitely (laughs) that is one on the table yeah yeah (laughs) that's probably one thing like what do you what do you say like without being like i'm not trying to to blow this up I don't know, into, into a whole thing, but, like, what else can you say about Shion and Tsubasa, you know, at this yeah. point? I don't know. It's like, uh, no, I get it. It's like... I literally right. don't know what else to say, actually, now that I'm asking the question. 
Uh, so yeah. I guess we should also just go to the new people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sad that they're gone. But, yeah, you know, I'm sure we'll see them again. It means that I can I can watch any. I've risen another terrorist episode that keeps popping up on my recommended that has both of them. Mm. And I'm like, ooh, gotta I know. Can watch this now. Yeah, I'm excited. So we come back to the show and uh, we cut to a restaurant in Karizawa. And there's a girl mentioning that she's moving in to the terrace house after she has a job interview. Yep. And it cuts to someone else who says, quote, I love this line. It's hilarious. We all we often talk about how these like cast member introductions are like super fucking scripted or like (laughs) they're they're feeding them lines. Oh, 100%. Never, Never has that been more on point than this line. Quote, until now. You've only known your friends and us, your family. Your Ohana. Yeah. What the fuck? That I also like realized that was very robotic. Yeah. <laughs> but um so what we can tell from this introduction. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a young girl who is a fourth year in college mm-hmm. because she's doing job interviews. So that's like a thing. Oh, you're gonna be able to see the Japanese job interview suit. Hopefully. Oh yeah, we talked about this with Ami, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. We just wear like this weird ass suit, but everyone owns one. Um, so she's probably a fourth year in college. Yeah, and I'm assuming that that is her family. Yeah, I would say <laughs> because so because they say us, your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the mom and the brother. I would assume because she, uh, I think the mom brings up like, do you think you'll find a relationship in Terrace House? And the brother goes, "Ew, gross." Yeah, I even agree. though the brother <laughs> looks like a fully grown man, <laughs> like an adult. What the yeah. fuck? Really bizarre. Yeah, but you know, this is no script at all, baby. It's yeah. all natural. So that's that's one of two. And then after that we cut to Tokyo. Uh there's a guy <laughs> I just wanted to point out that he has a red iPhone. I wrote it in the notes. I just love that he has a red iPhone. Is that so that's not a thing that they announced with the new iPhone? There used to be red iPhones before? Uh yeah, yeah, there were. Like like the red like yeah. the Bono's red thing? Yeah, product red. Generally what they do is they release Here's a uh, welcome to technology and you uh, a podcast within a podcast within a podcast. Yeah. Generally, the, the way Apple's release strategy has worked is they release a phone, whatever phone. Then yes. the next year they release the S series uh, yes. and then halfway between the S series and the new revamp, they'll announce a product red version to get another bump of popularity. Oh. And another like round of press on a phone that they had already released just by introducing a new color. So is it is it still like because I thought Project Red is like it donates to aid aid research and stuff, right? Because that's the whole thing. Yeah. So they still donate. I was I'm hoping they do. Yeah. Okay. Good. And then Bono Bono personally makes sure that the U2 album is on every single one of those phones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's weird about the new iPhones this year is that they're launching with the red version. Yeah. Okay. That's because I remember never seeing the red. Okay. Okay. So I'm not I'm not crazy. Okay. Yeah. They're sick, though. The red phones are amazing. It looks really cool. If I was going to upgrade this year, I would definitely get one. Yeah, but it's hella expensive. I'm not going to. Oh, I'm not either. Anyway, back to Tara's house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. So some guy with a red iPhone uh, mentions that he's moving into the Terrace house soon. Uh, He also just casually mentions that he wants to be a pilot and take over his dad's company. No big deal. Is his dad like a fucking... Does he own planes? Is he like a plane man? I guess. I was saying it's funny that we talked about The Wind Rises the other day. Yeah, we did. Because I just watched The Wind Rises, the Hayao Miyazaki movie for the first time over the weekend. It literally sounds like a sequel to the wind rises mm-hmm. it's like i want to be a pilot and take over my dad's company but also i might find love in this terrace house you know yeah rich rich boy edition fan yeah it sounds he's gonna be like a little a rich boy and i feel like it's gonna he's I gonna fit he in is. with the other two. Oh yeah vibe wise oh yeah he's, not the rich part but you know what i mean no but i don't know it seems like a boy who would like buy supreme i know nothing about this man yeah i wonder how old he is because if he's rich i think Santa might go for him yeah I could see that. You know? He could be very young. We'll see. Hi, I'm 14 years old. I'm in the Terrace house. Hi, it's me, Um, the original Boy Prince from Boys and Girls in the City. I was going to say, yeah. It's been 10 years, but somehow I have not aged. I'm a cast member now. Could you imagine? God. Um, God. That's the episode. Wow. That's it. So much happens. Yeah. So much Um, happens. uh, I guess winners and losers. Yeah. 
Shion Tsubasa. Winners. Winners. Yeah, obviously. obviously. Yeah. Let's start yeah. with that. For yeah. winners, I think Tsubasa had a clean run the whole time. Oh my god, she did go undefeated, yeah. didn't she? Tsubasa went undefeated, which That's, I'm very happy for. Yeah, ridiculous. She deserves it. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I I still don't know what else to say about this too. I you know, we we were hard on Xion for a while, but he came out the other end. He did. He ended up being a star. very a really a really stand-up dude. And yeah. I hope that someday I meet him in person and I call him Sean. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I hope I get to see him in some weird commercials again, too. Yeah, me too. I would love that. Yeah. God, that was such a weird commercial. Best of luck to both of them. Yeah, good luck. Who are still Yay. dating as of the recording of this podcast, which they is... They are! Love they, is real. They... I'm so glad. Um, like, like yeah. I saw a thing that my friend sent me that, like, recently they had their six-month anniversary. Aw. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. This, is, this happened so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Who's next? Sana? Sana wins, I guess. Yeah, Sana's finally getting out there. Yeah, she she got some strawberries. She had a we- awkward but like still a f- fun date. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Um I think she wins. I think she wins. Yeah. Um M- Mayu I'm going to mm. say wins. Yeah, because she survived that disastrous date. She tried so hard. Oh my god. What are you going to do if someone just doesn't like you? Like, there's nothing you can do. She was like, I'm interested in this person. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to be the one to ask them out on a date. Because they're not they're not asking me for some reason. Yeah. Go to find out the reason is because they fucking hate my guts. She threw out an idea. Even she was like, I think we should go out for dinner. And here's where I think we should do it. Taka was the one that was like, that ramen place is too far. I don't feel like driving there. She did everything in her power to make this work, and it did not. Um, yeah. And even though technically it was a failure, it was not at all on her. No, it wasn't her. It wasn't her fault. I think. Yes. I tell, think. Tell me. Piggybacking off of her winning, uh-huh. Taka loses it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Taka was such an asshole. Yeah, he was a real mess, huh? God, you don't. That was it. Was just like objectively a really mean thing to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe he wanted to make it like a joke, and like maybe it was the way that it was edited. But like, even out of context, the things that he told her were like objectively really mean. He, yeah, that's the thing. Like, look, we've all been in situations where like you have to interact with someone that you really don't like. And you and those are the kinds of responses and those are the kinds of things that you say in those situations. But like in this situation, you're on a date with someone that you agreed to go on. Exactly. You agreed to go on it. That's the thing. That's also like part of like going back to like the beginning when like Ami still agreed to go on the date with Yudai. I was literally just about to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like I understand that she doesn't like this dude. And so like she was having a really bad time. Yeah. But she still agreed to go. Which, like, might be, like, a, oh, I'm on TV, so, like, I can't, I shouldn't, yeah like, say and say no flat out. Right. But she still tried to make the best out of it. Yeah. But here he just, like, roasted her. Yeah, you can't <laughs> treat Mayu like she's Yudai. Exactly. Damn, dude. Very weird. It was really weird, and I, did, I didn't think, I, I, I honestly thought that they were, they had, like, a thing, and so I guess, foiled again. Foiled again. Foiled again. Um, oh, and that leaves Shohei, who also loses this episode. He loses it real bad, too, because yeah. he can only look He can only look at Mayu's breasts, and that's... You were doing okay. Yeah. You were doing okay, and then you just beefed it. Yep. You know. And that's, uh, that's the ep, huh? That's the ep. That's it. Yeah. A lot happened this episode. A lot happened this episode. I thought it was... I Honestly, when I was watching it, I thought it was the last episode in the part. I was literally just about to open up Netflix so I could see how many more episodes were left in this part because it feels like that should have been the end and it's not. Yeah. It felt like the perfect way for them to stop it. Yeah. Which is weird because there's like two episodes left, right? Three. We got three, three left. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I think the next, the next one drops in October. 
Yep, early October, first week, yeah, I think. So we got time. Oh shit. So we got time. We are on track again. Yeah. Speaking of timing, it's probably better to do this earlier than later, but I have a new job. Some of you may or may not know what it is. I'm not going to talk about Woo. it like Woo. very explicitly too often, but um, I'm going to be very, very, very busy uh, when New York Comic Con happens. I am yeah. not going to have a life outside of New York Comic Con for the duration of that happening. So I imagine there will probably not be an episode that week unless we can record it early, which might not happen also. You know what is funny? What? Because of New York Comic Con as well, I'm going to be working very long hours. Yeah. So, so my life might also be a little thing. At some point early in October, there might be an episode missing. So just a heads up on that. Um, yeah. Thank you for being patient. We're yeah. just very busy. At least this time we know that it's going to happen ahead of time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anything else before we like do the normal wrap up stuff? Um, I think I mentioned it last episode, but the s- the second weekend of October, I'm going to be at a MyCon in Indianapolis. Uh, yes, come hang out. I don't know my panel schedule yet, but uh, just come chill. I'm going to have a table at the at the Artist Alley. Yeah, with my friend Samantha Noe Hart, who's a very fun. She did the voice for the Chocobo from Final Fantasy in America. Oh my god. Yeah, she's she's great. That's uh, that's it. Unreal. Oh, and on that note, I might be at Comic Con, so who knows? Oh I'll, yeah, I'll know as it gets closer. Cool. Well, all that having been said, uh, shout out to Ryan Mitchell Gray letting us use the theme song "Young" off the album Naples Ultra. It's super good. I thanks for your beats. It showed up on Shuffle the other day, uh, and I, I jammed out to it as if it was just a regular song and not also and not the intro, the intro to our podcast that I've heard fifty eight billion times. If you like the show, please rate us on iTunes. That would be super great. Yeah, that super helps. And also, if you really like the show and you want to either keep up with it or talk to other people who listen to it, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at NoScript at all on Twitter or join our Facebook group, um, which is online. Just go to Facebook. It's on Facebook. Yes, it yeah. is online, Brendan. Yes. It's online. Uh, www.facebook.com, World Wide Web. Uh, and yeah, you can you can find it there. All these links are in the show notes. Uh, yep. If you're listening on an app that doesn't support show notes, you can go to noscriptatall.com and find stuff there. Everything's there. Yeah. Oh, like, we always forget to mention this, but we also have an email address. It's noscriptatall at gmail.com. Oh my god, yeah. If, if you ever want to send us anything, too. by all means. Yeah, send us just send us like some fun memes. You know, pretend I'm your mom. And, like, yeah. You send like really weird memes too. I'm okay with that. Uh, and also, if you want to support the show, you can head over to anchor.fm slash NSAA. There's a like support this podcast button. Um, and yeah, thank you to all the people who've done that, including Hinda, Maria, Leslie, Brittany, Michelle, and Mr. T. Brandon. Thank you. Who have donated so far. We are getting to the point where we can start to record some like extra stuff. Um, I'm like really chomping at the bit to do that. Hell yeah. Uh, a Hogwarts yeah. Houses thing. Like, Hell I yeah, really want to do yes, that. That's so good. So we'll, we'll figure something out along those lines um but yeah thanks to everyone who's doing that and yeah that's everything that i have to say yeah me too cool you said it very well nice Th- thank you that's very nice thank of you. you you're very welcome anyway all that having been said uh my name is brendan bigley you can find me on the internet at brendan bigley my name's andrew caprodi you can find me on the internet at irie smile aloha aloha, aloha. aloha.